Welcome to Black and Brown, a podcast where three black guys get to share their love of bourbon. We talk about current events, we conduct interviews, and good old-fashioned shit-talking. Our hosts, Bill, Anthony, and Delvin, will keep you informed on what's going down with that brown. So so welcome to the Black and Brown Podcast. I'm your man, A. Colbert The Plug. As always, I'm joined by my cousins, Dub H. Steven, a.k.a. The Silverback. Say what's up. Yeah, what's going on, cousin? Good to see you, brother. And our man, Fresh. <laughs> off the jail <laughs> Delvin Joyce The yeah, people's choice coming hey, people, man. man what is the deal Fam <laughs> Ooh Little, little low key dog You alright can, can your boy get a pour Over here Yes over sir Yes sir Yes sir And and a first for us At Black and Brown You know oh, what I'm man, saying This we, is gonna be education We always tonight. like to ex- Expand the reach Of the podcast And if it's not Bourbon related And it could be um, We like to embrace um, the diversity and the creative nature and spirits industry. So joining us from Revel Spirits is our guy Micah McFarland. Did I say that last name right? You said it perfectly. Perfectly. <laughs> I can't even... <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. So welcome to the podcast, man. And we're so honored to have you. You know, um, when your brand was brought to our attention, we didn't really know much about it. So we're glad to talk to you so you can share with us and our listeners, listeners yeah. uh, about um, this tequila you have on the market. Okay, so first of all, if not a tequila. Oh, yeah, what? Tequila. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Tequila. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, that's, yeah that's he, why uh, we he actually in a, in, a, in a space. I guess he, he, a different space, right? Yeah. Well, where? Tell, right. tell so us about what it. Okay, so basically it's, it's uh, the agave spirit space. Okay. okay? And, and uh, to, to how to get people to understand that there is... Uh, all these different regions in Mexico and all these different plants in Mexico uh-huh. that make all these different products. Like right now you're holding the Blanca, you know, which is, is uh, made out of the blue ever agave plant like tequila. Um, but it's, it's from the region of Morelos. Morelos is a state that's 75 to a hundred miles South of Mexico city. Okay. And, Cornavaca is the capital, which sits at the base of uh, an active volcano that with uh, aquifers and, and everything. And it's, it's all about the soil when it comes down to it. You know, um, I will tell you and I will tell your audience that my farmers and distillers make the best agave spirit on the planet. Yeah, and um, wow, flex. Yeah, dog. <laughs> Get him, yeah, Micah. Yeah, Micah. I tell That's you what, man. Stunt. Um, and we're and we're bourbon guys too. So um, I heard that. Yeah, I dude. And, uh, hey, man. And but um, this is the first time because you know I guess you sent us some samples, and this is the first time we've been you know been able to meet up and we just poured some, and it's different. I mean, I've had tequila before, but this is this is a different a different uh, a different uh, experience. This, this is not tequila. It's a god. Yeah, but yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I'm just saying. I know that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah. So well, a good understanding is you know. You have tequila, which comes from um, five states in Mexico. The only way it can be called tequila is five states in Mexico. Um, okay. You know, uh, and then uh, the liquid has to be made out of one plant and one plant only, and that's the Blue Weber agave plant. And then the other part, in order uh, they can do, is it's called it has to be fifty-one percent of that liquid. So there's some of it that's called mixed toast or sugar cane and you know they mix it in order to you know make it last but over the last 15 or 20 years everybody wants 100% blue weber agave you know they want that that feel and stuff so then you have Oaxaca which has mezcal right mm-hmm. and there's nine states for the mezcal region mm-hmm. and and uh, you have uh, Bacanara which is in um, Sonora, Mexico, and then you have another one called uh, Sotol, the desert spoon plant out of Chihuahua, Mexico. Oh wow! So, yeah, it's, I mean, it's 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 you gotta you gotta think of it like, well, how about Kentucky bourbons, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. right. Yeah, and, and and different whiskey. Okay, bourbons could only be from. Kentucky, I believe. Well, the Is United that, States. It, it has to be from the United States. Yeah. And now, okay. Yeah. At one, wasn't it at one time that it was 
Only Kentucky, or it was always Kentucky bourbon? Only the good bourbon comes from Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at, at one time, I, think I was believed that it could only be from Kentucky, yeah, but it just yeah. has to be made in the U.S. and then a certain yeah, type of yeah. oak barrels, of course. Yeah, but not, we get the point. Yeah, 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 we, get the yeah point. we definitely grasped it. Yeah, so, so you know, uh, so in order to get an Avila, you know, and Rebel is the flagship, it's the first one, it has to be made in Morello State of Mexico. It can only be made there. It can be made out of four different plants. The Blue Weber, the Angsfolio How, the Caprita, and the uh, Espadine. These are the four plants that my farmers and distillers use to make Avilas. Rebel, the flagship, the one you guys are tasting, mm-hmm. is made out of Blue, Blue Weber, 100% Blue Weber, just like tequila makes theirs. Oh, oh wow. gotcha, gotcha. Oh, oh that's dope. So, that's okay. And I'm sorry, I just want to make sure I understand. No, no, go for it. I love it. No, no, no. This, this is very educational. This yeah. is not our lane. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. And, I got you. And Mike, if you've, if you've gone back and listened to any of our previous episodes, then you know I had a run-in with tequila in Mexico around the year 2000. <laughs> okay. And I have okay. not gotten back on that horse ever since. So, right. And so if you're telling me this is agave and not tequila, then I'm okay. You're good. Yeah, good. You're, you're, you're good. But but well, if it's semantics that's making this agave and not tequila, then I mean maybe I need to pump my brakes a little. Bit. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> so, well, it, 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 it is not semantics. You know, I mean, the soil is everything. Yeah. You know, where in, like in bourbon, it's, it's the water and and it's an oak, and the tree and, and the barrel. Stuff. Yeah, the barrel. Correct. Right. But but in in in. Um, in the agave spirit world, it is about the soil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember, one of those plants takes seven years, you know, oh, before before that pina gets and they chop, they get out there and they chop it down and everything. Right. And it takes seven years to get there. Wow. So by the time you're drinking that bottle, that right there, it's almost eight years, you know, with all the processing and, and you know, and everything. So... Uh, this is triple distilled. It's, you know, uh, I think, you know, a lot of people say uh, when they taste it, they go, wow, it tastes clean. Right. You know, it like, does. Yeah. It, it like doesn't water. have the, like, syrup. It doesn't have the, the syrup, like a lot of, um, or vanilla notes. Yeah. Like uh, a lot of tequilas do. Wow. And it's almost like, you know, a lot of people, here's what a lot of people say. If, Rebel Avila Blanco, if there was tequila and mezcal and they had a baby, this is what it would be. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like it. With a clean palate. Yes, so, yeah. so before we back up. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. We can, because, you know, we do. Right to, yeah, yeah, man. We do. Right <laughs> <to> <laughs> right I, I just want to ask. Ran to the meat and potatoes. You I know, just want to ask one quick question before we back up to um, your background and then how you progressed into making this spirit. Uh, sure. Uh, so we're having it in Glens, of course. That's what we usually have our spirits in. Is it okay to have this in this? And as that, that's, I have I have it in those too. Okay, and yeah. I see I see legs on it, similar to bourbon, and the nose on it for me is quite, I guess, as you would expect, kind of vegetal, but with, with a clean, clean palate. Right? Wait, wait, hang on, hang on. I can't, I can't let them. I said vegetal, babe. Vegetal? Veg- what veg- what vegetal. I have no that? idea what that what is. What does that mean? Micah, vegetal. you understand vegetal. Well, you, you, were, smell you, you were smelling smell green beans and asparagus. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> Micah. <laughs> okay, Shirley, <laughs> well, we, we got a chair over right it's here in Russell's studio. It's <laughs> Clean energy, man. That clean was energy. good. I, I love it. I knew exactly what he said. Yeah. Cool. So, are you smelling green beans and asparagus? And, yeah, it's all good for your body. <laughs> he's smelling. He's smelling the dirt. He's smelling the soil. He's smelling the love of the people. You know oh, what else? Wow. You can't wow. hide that money. I'm smelling that, that money. Man. You know what I mean? I mean, all I, I, right. I gotta say, this is early in the podcast, Micah, but you're turning me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you're turning me because yeah. you know, you because you know what I appreciate. I appreciate process, mm-hmm. right? Right. Mm-hmm. And what he's described to me already is time. Yeah. Passion. Process, right? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah. let's let's back up. Let's and learn it, more and about it. And it does sing. Okay. So so okay. you you were in the entertainment industry, right? Um, yes. You know, we did our homework, read it, read some articles, l- listened to another podcast you were on before you got to us. Not holding it against you, but you're here now. Um, <laughs> so 
So during your travels in entertainment, both in the band and in management, at what point did you come across this particular spirit and what made you want to, you know, get involved in it and produce your own spirit? Okay, so a couple things happened. Um, there's a correction out there. I was I was never a musician. Okay. You know, it's my, my three siblings, Wayne, Julian, and Greg McFarlane. We had a band called If So Facto. Cool. And... I was the manager. Yeah, you know, I could uh, talk. Okay, I got you. I could do some business, and yeah, I was the manager. Yeah. And they were the band, and we toured the world and everything. So you were the, the puffy 80s. to the group, right? So you were the puffy. <laughs> the Absolutely. <laughs> you know, he did it. Had two, two, two older brothers and two younger, and one younger brother in the band. And so me and the younger brother Julian, we were we were like the managers of the band. He was also the bass player and. Yeah, I was the manager, and we had two brothers that we took care of. I guess that how you say it. Two older brothers. Nice. You know, they they were they were rock stars. You know, so anyway, uh, and then later on, I got into touring and managing. Uh, you know, Cindy Lauper, and uh, you know, worked with Prince a bit. And, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want. Yeah, yeah. I, I've heard that, so I want to, you know, um, uh, dig into that a little bit why, more. Why are you getting into it? Yeah, because you know, I mean, he said the purple one. You know what I mean? <laughs> Boy. Hey, hey, Micah, and, uh, Micah, Micah, can you be Prince, yeah. can you be a Prince and Michael Jackson fan at the same time? Tell the truth. I think you can. See, mm, I really okay. do. All right. All right, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's, it's an old argument, Micah. You know, it's an I old mean, argument. The question is, I, you know, and, and, and when you go, is it with with uh, Michael Jackson? The question is, is it off the wall or is it thriller? Oh, there we go. It's definitely uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Thriller, it's definitely I don't know, man. I like off the wall, off the wall man. was dope, dog. Off the wall, was dope. you know. <laughs> Sleep. Yeah, I don't know. But Greg Filling Games was on keyboards, you know, and so you got the uh, behind the scenes on, on the band and the, and the musicianship. Yeah. I just like the music. You know, yeah. what I mean? yeah. <laughs> you know, then you know, Purple Rain was absolutely a masterpiece. You know, yeah. and, and facts. But the first to me, Prince's first four albums. You know, which was Prince. You no, know, Prince for you. It had um, soft and wet on it, and then the next one was um, uh, Prince, and I think that had "I Want to Be Your Lover" on it. Yeah, right. And then the next one was "Dirty Mind," which had Uptown and all those other really great songs, and then Controversy. Oh, you Controversy, know? yeah. And yeah. I, I just, those four albums, you know, I just, just, they're masterpieces, you know, and, 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 uh, you know, and then, I mean, and then a lot of the other stuff he's done too, but I mean, yeah, and, uh, but I encourage anybody out there to Google the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction when Prince was on there. And it is like, Unbelievable! They do the song uh, as my guitar gently weeps. Man, I love I love like, that performance. Yeah. It was so dope. Did you, remember that? Did you yeah, see that? Yeah. yeah, he he overshadowed them, and his the way he oh, took yeah. his solo at the end. Yeah, yeah it was. Oh, it was dope. It was amazing. Yeah, it yeah. was amazing. Yeah, it was I dope. still I get chills. Yeah, just thinking. It doesn't he throw his guitar into the crowd at the end or something. Oh yeah, to yeah. The he throws it to he throws it to his bouncer who catches yeah, him. Yeah, he yeah. throws it to him. Yeah, he yeah. walks yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. Just, just a yeah, cool so. cat man. He was a cool cat. Yeah, that was very yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, he's saw, amazing. Yeah, he's, rest in peace. He's a good human, good human being, and you know, and you know. Both of them, you know, uh, maybe they rest in peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Amen. So, so um, you, we stopped at where you were managing. You could talk, and then when did you discover this spirit that you were like, "I'm gonna put everybody well, on this joint"? One yeah. day, I was, I was um, uh, meeting a friend at a restaurant in Los Angeles. I lived in Echo Park at the time, and oh. uh, she lived over in West Hollywood. So we would we would meet halfway, and uh, I met a, we at this restaurant, and I went in early, and I said. Uh, you know, I get a Patron margarita and the guy next to me goes, well, why'd you order that? And I said, ah. I, said I don't know, Patron's the best. <laughs> and and he, he goes, well, can I buy you a shot? You know? And he buys me a shot of, sorry about that back there. Don't worry, don't worry. It's all good. That's the environment. Is there? 
there. Um, he buys me a shot of his product, and it was called uh, Mattel. And uh, I said, oh, that's pretty good and stuff. But what really happened, too, was that he was from Minnesota. He lived in Echo Park. Um, my band, Ipso Facto, played at his junior high school oh, wow. in Duluth, Minnesota. So all these similarities, and he lives a block away from me. And so the next day, the Minnesota Vikings and the New Orleans Saints are playing, you know, and Brett Favre threw across his body, right? Uh -huh. and, and lost the game. And uh, all these Minnesotans were coming over. But when they, he came over, I invited him. He came over, and what he saw was, you know, at that time, I think I was handling uh, Margaret Cho and, and Cindy Lauper, and wow. they had Michael McDonald at that time, and those were my artists. And all the people were that my friends, you know, were in the entertainment business. You know, I mean, this is who you hang out with, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and he comes over, and, you know, this is also the time when Sammy Hager just sold uh, Cabo Wobble for $100 million, oh, wow. right? Yeah. And, and so this is uh, 2010. And he just wanted to hang out with me because I could be around celebrities. And but what he really wanted was to be able to be hooked up because of the, the Sammy Hager type deal. Yeah. And all I wanted was a free booze. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I, you know, I get him tickets to this and tickets to that. And you come see some of the shows that I was working on. And, um, and, uh, and then he asked me to help him. And, and I said, let's put a business plan together. And, you know, I started working on that and, and then um, uh, basically went down to Mexico with him and was there for three days and just fell in love with the process wow, and the people, that's awesome. everything. And I was just doing the research to do the business plan. And then I just started getting on the internet and, and just downloading every bit of information about, you know, tequila and the scowl and everything. And, uh, and then my business partner, she goes, uh, she said, you know, that, that, that thing, you know, that tequila thing you're talking about, you know, with that guy, you know, you could, we could do that ourselves. Oh, wow. And I was like, huh. Okay. So I thought about it, but I went and took the business plan to one of my grade school friends and I said, Hey Mike, I said, you know, uh, you know, you got $50,000 if you put $50,000 into this and he, he read it and everything. He goes, how much you get out of it? So, well, yeah, you know, I'm helping this guy out and I get 5% broker. He goes, ah, Mike, if you were the owner, if this was you, I would write you the check. Oh, okay. wow. Boom. You know, and, uh, at that point, you know, I, we started the process of, you know, I started, you know, uh, putting my own business plan together with, with my partner back then. And my, and I went and got one of my other grade school partner, grade schools, uh, friends. And she came on as a partner also. And, um, uh, so it goes back to Worthington, Minnesota, like five or six of my first investors in this, uh, are, are from my grade school. That's a awesome, yeah. very nice. That's, that's very a won't he nice. do it situation. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. That's exactly. And that's the second. That's the second company we've had on the podcast who like started it with His their friend, grade school yeah, friends. Grade school you know what I mean? Friends, it's yeah. just like tight, okay. their tightest circle. You right, know what I mean? Exactly. Old Hillside Bourbon was like that. So, so we have to ask. Um, it, I mean, I don't even know if it's relevant, but we have to ask. Um, do sure. you do you drink whiskey at all? Are you into bourbon? I do. I uh, I was just at Bardstown not too long ago. Oh, okay. You know? That's very nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was there, what, two months ago? Three months ago I was there. Okay. You know, so I got a whole whole amazing tour and, and everything. So what we're going to do at Bardstown is um, Justin Hartley is one of my business partners, right? Yeah. Uh, from yep. the show, This Is Us. Yeah, you got some cool and, points with the family, by the way, behind that one, too. When they, when I was doing research and I saw the picture, I showed my wife and daughter, and they were like, what? <laughs> you know, so, so kudos to that. Sorry, go ahead. I, I stopped yeah, watching yeah, that yeah. show, man, because I, I, I start, I mean, I, start I, crying, I cry, man. man. Yeah, no, you yeah. got to put some tears out, bro. No, seriously, it, yeah. is, it is a tearjerker, and everybody, yeah. everybody on there is so profound. But when you like, cry every, with your family, yeah. that's a different type of crying. Yeah, but yeah, like, not with your boys. True, true, uh, true story. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's dope. All right, Micah. Sorry. Yeah, so, so we're gonna make. Uh, there's a, uh, a brand uh, in the line of our. We have the Blanco, the Reposado, and the Añejo. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys have those there? Did you get the Reposado? No, we just we just got the Blanco. We were really hoping for the one that was aged in the the bourbon barrels or whatnot. But you know, oh, what I'm saying? that's no, just that's just really? a follow up. That's just a follow up. That's like that's when we do part two. You know what I'm saying? Okay, <laughs> you got it. Done deal. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so we're going to put another line in Revel. So we have the three bottles, and there's going to be another age one called Unscripted by Justin Hartley. It's okay. another Revel. And, uh, you know, and so we're going to be using used Bardstown barrels. I love it. Oh, okay. wow. I like that. So how long yeah. are you going to age your, your, um, your, your, your spirit in those barrels? We're still discussing it. it. It probably will go to like anywhere between twelve and, and eighteen months, somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. right there, because our añejo is at twenty four months, our reposado is at twelve months. Okay. So I think somewhere in between those two, landing in that you know eighteen, seventeen, nineteen months, right. somewhere in there is what kind of the thought is, but. Yeah, you know, um, we're gonna get the barrels in a, another month or so, and and uh, start the process, and then you know start you know telling everybody about it, and they yeah. you know it's gonna be a limited edition, and they can they actually have to sign up for it. You know? Yeah, oh, that's, <laughs> dope. That's, that's dope. That's dope. So one of the questions yeah. we like to ask our guests dealing with bourbon, and it seems kind of fitting since you were in the entertainment industry, is like for us, you know, what we get on the nose and what we get on the palate, but we also say that bourbon has an ear. So we like to believe that our spirit, like, is in tune, like, musically to whatever we're drinking, you know, a film, whatever. So with, with your spirits, with your agaves, what do you get on the ear when you're sipping those? Because I have to imagine uh, it's similar. No, I'm, 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 I'm truly all about the reggae, you know? Oh, so, well, yeah, 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 I got you, you I got know, you, I got so, you. I, I mean, that's your roots, right? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you're Jamaican, right? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like I said, Jamaican man. Jamaican, so, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but no, I, uh, yeah, I love. I, I when I'm just sitting up in the house and just kind of listening, you know, I'm listening to, you know, lots of reggae. But I also, you know, Sade is my. You know, oh no, boy, is, Sadie! Oh, come on now. That's the queen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not Sadie. Yeah, <laughs> man, come on now. <laughs> And, um, you know, I, I'm listening in, and one of the newer ones that's out there, uh, I think is amazing. And I don't know if you've heard of him, but his name is Jose James. No. Nope. Uh-huh. He's got a voice that uh, they say that he is the new, uh, how was they say? The new jazz voice for the hip hop era. Oh, oh what? Uh, Okay, yeah. oh, definitely check that yeah. out. Jose James. Yeah, That's a heavy label. Yeah, his name is Jose James. Uh, uh, he's from Minneapolis also, and he lives in New York nowadays. But gotcha. he, oh my. Is, uh, he, he does a, a whole album tribute to uh, Bill Withers. Oh, wow. So he does, oh, wish, he wish. All the, yeah. does all the songs. And yeah. it's like amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'd have to check yeah. out. I love it. Hey, just real quick, though, you know, there's a lot of music, um, you know, in Minnesota, you know, where you're from. So why is that? Yes. I mean, I mean, do you, I mean, do you have any, any what thought you, what on What do you do in the wintertime? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's what it is. It, it's just the weather. Okay. <laughs> it's the waters from Lake Minnetonka. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. No, there's a lot of music. I mean, it's a lot of musical acts that come out of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, they have a whole, you know, music vibe. I just didn't know if yeah. it was something yeah. in the water there. Yeah, you know, uh, Lake Minnetonka, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think, what, what was that? Like Prince, The Time, well, who? Uh, Sheely. Mint Condition. Mars Mint Condition? Mars, yeah. Mint Condition from Minneapolis? Yeah. Mint Condition, Alexander O'Neill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn. And then, you know, she wasn't from Minneapolis, but she recorded all her stuff. Sherelle. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was, um, and then you got on the rock side, you had, uh, uh, well, Bob Dylan's from there. Oh, You know, wow. and, and um, you got a band called, um, oh, uh, you know, I don't know if you know these bands, but they're Hooster Do. There was a, 
really big punk band called the Wallets. I've heard of uh, the Husker Do. I've heard of them. Yeah, and, yeah. and the Firminos and um, the Replacements. They were they were from there and stuff. So hmm. so you had you know this really great you know rock and 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 then you know all the R and B that came out of there. Prince was the amalgamation of both. Okay. You know he he was just you know. He was just so so powerful and so creative, and uh, and then you know my my siblings we had it's so back and you know we got to you know be on Epic Records and all this other stuff yeah, and the nice. lady stuff. So That's hey, dope, man. hey, just yeah. then we decided we wanted to be brothers again. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, hey, just 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 for the record, that's the first time we've had anyone use the word. Uh, amalgamation on the podcast. <laughs> Am- amalgamation. Yeah, yeah. I just want to put that. I just want to put that out there. We gotta have to put that in the show notes for our listeners this, though, because some of them don't aren't well read. This yeah, brother, yeah. this brother's smart. I'm gonna look yeah. it up. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I want to touch base. You know, back. You know, you kind of touched on the process on how you, you know, you um, you distill your spirit. So can you, you know, you know, most like I say, most of our listeners, you know, they, you know, we do bourbon. So most of our, you know, we right. they, we know about, right. you know, the fifty one percent corn and the barrel and how many years it ages all that kind of stuff so can you walk to you know walk through us you know from start to finish to how you get the plants and then you you know you harvest them and then you start making the spirit until you get it aged and can you walk us through that whole entire uh, yeah. line of, of uh, you know so, your process yeah so the plants you know like i said earlier they start you know seven years right, right. you know so six not seven years and each plant it is roughly, you know, 150 to, to 250 kilos, right? Once they chop off all the leaves and you have this, what they call a pina or pineapple. Because if you've seen them chop, that's what they look like. They look like a pineapple. Okay. And they take, they take that. Are they, they sweet? Go, Are they sweet? Or, you know, like, like, like the taste of you to sample at the end? Yeah, they're, they're kind of sweet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. And then... They take them and they chop them up in quarters and eighths. And then they take, for us, there's two ways. They take them and they chop them up and they uh, put them in a fire pit, Mm -hmm. right? And they they cover it and they roast it for 72 hours, okay? Then the other way they do it is that they steam it. So here's one of the things with, with Rebel Avila is that in Oaxaca, the way they make mezcal is the way I'm describing it, cutting it up, putting it in fire pit, and 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 it roasting for 72 hours. Okay. Right? And then with tequila, they put it in uh, autoclave, and then they steam cook those for, you know, I think two or three days. Okay. And they steam cook them, and then when they, and then when what we do is once we get them all, we combine that, you know, right there, and they crush it, you know, with a toner wheel or, or, or using the, the shredder and everything, and they get the juice out of it. Okay. They ferment that, and that's in the process, that's where our blend happens, uh-huh. is in that process, in the distilling process. Okay. And then, the, uh, then, uh, uh, then we start doing, you know, the first distill, second distill, third distill, and uh, and this one has no what you're drinking has no aging, yeah. So oh, no aging. Okay. So once you, you no, get no, the process, you read the bottle, right? Exactly. Got you. Got you. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. And um, and then the next one, the reposado, is that same process, and and they'll take the li- liquid and they will steam it. Um, uh, what was the reposado is steamed for. 70 percent of the time, and then uh, uh, roasted penis for thirty percent of the time, and then put that into the barrels, and that makes our reposado. And we run our reposado to twelve months. Gotcha. And and then we you know then we put it our reposado won you know uh, the New York Spirits Awards reposado of the year over everybody and everything oh, wow. you know in wow. two thousand eighteen and nineteen and stuff and. Um, and then the, uh, a lot of like tequilas would take, they would, they would go like six months and then they call it's a reposado. Okay. And then they would go take that 
and put it back, not put it back in the barrel, but they would take it and um, uh, cork, recork it and then let it age another 12 or six months and then call that an añejo. Right. So after 12, 12, 12 months and they call it an añejo. The thing is, is that what we do in our Reposado is that we use a whole brand new uh, French oak barrel, brand new ones. And then we take and age our, that Blanco all the way to 24 months. And that's how long it takes. So by the time you get a bottle of uh, Aranejo, it's been 11 years. Yeah, you know, tacked wow. onto it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So that's the that's the process. Okay. Yeah, and that's why that's why it costs like a hundred and what is it going retail? One fifty for a hundred and fifty. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know. uh, wow. The other day, somebody sent me a picture. It was in a liquor store in Modesto, California, and I looked at the tag and I said, "They're selling it for two forty nine. That's wow. Right. Mark wow. That's secondary yeah. is crazy. And, wow. And what is it going for as a shot, like at a bar? Because I, I mean, I you you obviously, I mean, Classe Azul or whatever it's called. I mean, like I I went down to Miami. I was kicking it with my buddies, and they we they tricked me into buying everybody shots of the Classe Azul. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> so we got forty dollars a shot. Choices. It, it was it was legit. Like. 60 bucks a shot and I couldn't really? believe it I, I got like a $180 tab and I was like yo seriously <laughs> they got we, we could have had an Evan Williams we would have had Jazz Fine so anyway like I mean is 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 te- tequila agave avia whatever in Yeho is it is it that luxury spirit that commands that sort of price or do you think it's just the appreciation for the process I, I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's the, the you know, you got to take about how long it takes to make it happen, right? right. And that's, that's one thing. And and if it's of the highest quality, people appreciate high quality and they're willing to pay for it, you know? And, and, and you know, our, in Yeho, all three of our products are, 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 are amazing. And, and so... You know, and people are willing to pay for it because the experience is good. I mean, you're, you're, you're sipping on it and it's not about like slamming shots and <laughs> it's about enjoying the essence of where, where it comes from. And then once you start knowing the story, right. you know, and, you know, and people go, wow, you know, this is really cool. Where's Morelos? Well, I never heard of Morelos. Well, it's a hundred miles south of uh, Mexico city. Oh, there's a, there's an active volcano and aquifers and they do sustainability and they're farming and, you know, it's, they use natural farming. There's no pesticides, you know, and, and so people start, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people that care less. They just want to drink. Right. There's, there's, <laughs> yeah. No, no, honestly. I mean, no, 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 you know, no, you're but, absolutely right. But, but, you know, if you want to enjoy the spirit and actually figure out, you know, you know, how this is made and how it got to my glass, then, yeah. you know, that's how you're going to, you know, sip on it. Right. Yeah. And that's that's why you guys have this appreciation for bourbon, right? You know, exactly. and I can hear in your voices. You guys, you know your you know your bourbon. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know, we've done a lot of research. Yeah, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of testing. Yeah, glass, yeah, glass, glass of mouth research. We pull some all nighters. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious about. So what do you think about the the um, uh, the Bro Brothers. I, I I've talked to them on the phone. I haven't. I haven't. I, I like their product. Yeah. You know? We haven't you know, had it. Surprisingly, no, no, we yeah, surprisingly enough, we haven't had yeah, their we spirit haven't had or, it, or the opportunity to have them on the show. Mainly yeah. because at the time we wanted to get them on, they were going through some litigation with another company in Kentucky trying to be the first. Yeah. You know. Oh, I I heard, I heard that. Yeah. 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 I mean, and then and then you know whenever all that oh, was 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 happening, we kind of just fell off the radar. We did. Yeah. And we just haven't circled okay. back with them. Yeah. yeah. But we we hopefully in the future will link up with them. We just at that time didn't want to get caught up in the middle of like yeah. Any to beef. Right. Like, yeah. We're more like yeah, we're big, more like yeah, Biggie or Pac. We didn't want everybody to together. We didn't want to be like yo yeah they're cool you're not or we're, cool, we're Switzerland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, we're definitely Zurich in this. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm curious about um, why you chose Morellis. I know in some articles you refer to like a lot of people from there were in Minneapolis or there was a big community. Right. And so, yeah, so Minneapolis and, and, and Cornavaca or Morellos 
our sister city. Uh, our Minneapolis I dig it. Got it. Got it. And the most Mexicans that are in Minneapolis and Chicago are from Morelos. Oh, I don't cool. know the reason totally that migration thing. I, I don't know the total reason, and I need I need to find that out yeah. where where the where the root of that happened. Yeah, but I I I, I know that. Hector Hector Ruiz is a uh, you know a, a super chef in Minneapolis. He owns five restaurants there. Oh, uh, there it and is. This is his this is his family. Oh, got it. And that's how it happened. I, I accidentally uh, you know was brought to him, and I tasted his product. And and uh, uh, my my best friend from grade school, him and I, I my. My best friend from grade school in Worthington, uh, is, his name is Blas Gonzalez. So where I grew up there was, you know, basically three black families and one, two Mexican families. Word. So, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. so me and Blas came friends, you know. And, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and uh, so I was meeting Blas, and I said, Blas, I got the chance to meet this guy. Would you come with me? You know, and he said, yeah, yeah. So Blas and I, and then... Uh, is a Hector's lawyer was there and Hector comes over to the table. We're at his restaurant and he speaks in Spanish. He goes before he even, you know, get to say anything to me, he speaks in Spanish to Blas. Uh-huh. It says, how do you know this guy? You know, <laughs> like some, some code, right? Uh-huh. How, do you, how do you know this guy? And, uh, then Blas tells the story. It's like, you know, well, yeah, there's one black family and one white or one Mexican family. We've been friends since we were six years old in Worthington, Minnesota. And uh, and then then Hector turns around and goes, "How you doing?" In perfect right. English. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you, you had to pass the test. You had to pass the test. <laughs> and, and then, so that 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 definitely passed the test. And then yeah, you know, he challenged me to go down to Morelos and. I, I went down there, and then this is where you this is where you learn. So, for for five, six, seven months, I put my business plan together, and I started raising money from friends and family. Right, this idea, you know, and 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 then I went to one of my friends. He owns. I don't know if you remember Gino's Pizza Rolls back in. Oh yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. So he owns. He owns his. Uh, Gino is Gino Pellucci, and this is he married the daughter Gina Pellucci. This is a guy named Joel Connor, and now it's Micheletti Foods. But anyway, so uh, Joel, I go to Joel and I said, Hey man, he says, Yeah, I need two million dollars. And he says, Two million dollars? Yeah, I said, I said, You know, did you read my plan? He goes, Yeah, I read your plan. And you know, we're sitting there talking and you know, talking about my family and this and talking about his family, and then he goes. He goes, Mike, you know, I read your plan. I, you know, I, I like some of it, you know, and, and he, but he goes, it's just one thing. He says, how are you going to sell and market a tequila that you can't call tequila? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, because I did my whole business plan and I never called it a tequila, you know, and I just called it this agave. You know, and, 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 you know, and then I didn't have the answer, even though we're, we're good friends. I didn't have the answer. He's the CEO of this company. He stood up and I stood up and he basically, oh, Mike, it's good to see you. (laughs) Back to the drawing board. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, watch me out the door. And, um, I sat in my car for a good, uh, hour, you know, just trying to figure out what I, what I had just done. You know, I mean, I, I now got $800,000 from friends and family, you know, and, uh, you know, and, and even though it's an investment and they can lose their money, this is my character that's on the line. Right. You know, right, this is, yeah, right. you know, this is, this is, you know, and I'm like going, okay, if I, if I jump and go get, Tour manager Bon Jovi, I can make this one. <laughs> now, now, you know, I, I, you know, I'm like, I jump from theater level to arena level because you, you you can make it. You know, there's a significant amount of 
of money jumped from where I was, which I made great money. Yeah. Where if you're, you're, if you're doing fully tour directing, tour managing arenas, you know, you're, 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 you know, you're making a million a year you now. Yeah. And so, and, uh, but you have no life. Right, right, right. Yeah. Can't hide that money. Uh, <laughs> can't hide it. Yeah, exactly. So, so then I go, oh, maybe I could do that, you know, and then I just was just agonizing. And I was down in Mexico and with Hector, Hector Ruiz, my partner, mm-hmm. and Noe Avila, who is the uh, master distiller. And I said to them, I said, hey, what do you call this? I said, I talked to some guys in Oaxaca and they said that it wasn't a mezcal. And I, and the, and the tequila people said, it's not, a, you can't, it's not a tequila. And then I'm starting to do all this other research about the CRT and all these different regulations. And, and then, you know, and I hear this story about this, this Sonora, Mexico, this product called Bacanara and the, you know, the nomination of origin and how it got started and all this other stuff. And I'm sitting there, and he goes, it's called Distilio Agave. I'm going, that won't work. <laughs> <laughs> I go, Revel Distilio Agave. It doesn't work, you know? And and then, you know, Noe, I was sitting there going, how do I say your last name? And he says, Avila in really heavy Spanish, uh, right? Uh-huh. And I go, Avila? And he goes, no, Avila. You know, it's really heavy Spanish. And I go, Avila. I'm from Minnesota, right? It yeah, just won't, yeah. <laughs> won't come out, you know? And, and, and then that's where it hit me. I said, oh, okay. And I, and I called my business partner in, in Minnesota, and, or in LA, I'm sorry. And, and I said to her, I said, I got it. It's going to be called Rebel Avila, 100% Piro de Agave from the Morello state of Mexico. Yeah. And, and, and then I come back, I went and got all the trademarks for it and then started my process of raising money and amplifying. And so that all, now I've got all the farmers and distillers down there and an association signed on to create a Vila. So Rebel is the first one. There's another one called El Popo. And we got Ipsta and Flying Serpent and all these ones that are coming into the marketplace. There's other people now that I'm going down there with to make Avila's to be my competition wow. in order to build up the category. Oh, wow. You, and that's dope, you, man. You basically, you you basically created changed a, the culture of a, of a town, of, of families, you know what I mean? Exactly. So one of the things that's happening, you know, I mean, I've, yeah, you know, the... the sat with the government and, you know, we've worked on, you know, getting people more land and, you know, uh, you know, money for farming and, and, and all of this other stuff. And, you know, someday soon, you know, we will build a rebel, you know, distillery, um, uh, in Cornabaca and, uh, you know, in more of the tourist type thing, the house, the Casa Avila, you know, which, uh, which, you know, basically is a, like a, a, a 25 room hotel with everything in the distilleries inside that whole, wow. you know, so it's the whole tour and stuff. So we're working on that. Um, yeah. So that's, that's the deal. And then, yeah. so the yeah. whole thing is to be able to create a movement. And my point is, is that I know that if I can get your liquids to the lips, if I can get liquids on the lips, right. I know I can win. Yes, I know that I'm right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 And I'm gonna, yeah. And so I just keep go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You're good, bro. You're good. I, I just wanna you know, before I lose it, man. So your name Revel. I mean, where's that come you know, you know, where'd you come up with that? Or where'd that come from? My my business partner, she came up with that. Um, it's just because we we're from the music business. We're in this celebratory or to be able to celebrate. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what it means. To revel in it. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
That is phenomenal. Bro, like, as he's talking, I'm thinking about, I can't help but think about, like, Tyler Perry. Like, Tyler Perry says, you know, everybody's trying to get their seat at the table. I made my own table. He made his own table, though. But my guy here, my my guy Micah is making a table for everybody. Yo. He's like, he literally said, I'm creating this so that other, we're, we're, trying to spin off some other competition to compete against He's us. creating his like, own who, competition and everybody gonna float their boat, dog. That's crazy. That? That's yeah. fire. And, and Mike, I gotta tell you, man, like, we are suckers for packaging. Sucker, yes. Dude, I'm glad, I'm glad you about to bring this up. <laughs> and, and, I, and I'm gonna tell you something, man. Like, your packaging yes. is dope. Yeah. Like, it is fire. Like, I yep. love it. So who came up with the packaging? How did you have that vision? And, and is that something that's, like, super important in the... Agave spirit space? Yeah. Can I say that? Yes, you can. You just did. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think I think packaging is important. And I mean, look at Apple. Yeah. Everything you see is perfect. Yeah, you know that's why I work I mean, out. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And um, uh, but the, the the I believe just like I think this is where. The, comes from the music business, right? Is to be able to put a package on stage, it has to look amazing, you know? And people, you know, you and then the music has to be quality also. But it has to look, it's gotta be, you know, our things is, you know, we gotta look good. We, we were a limited resource, so we wanted to make sure our packaging was like, you know, on point. And then one of the other things is that the whole agave spirit uh, world back then, the tequilas and mezcals, and every time that you would see something, it was the sombrero, the donkey, <laughs> the you know all the, the the agave leaves and this and that. So it it was kind of uh, how am I trying to say this lightly, but. Um, Stereotypical, you know. Yes. Everyone's like, uh, again, blah blah blah, you know. And if they said, "Oh, let's uh, make something with cornbread and watermelon and chicken or whatever," we have to get it. I felt that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, right. I, I don't know if I'm explaining or articulating. Oh no, no, no! I totally. No, we, gotta, yeah, we, we are picking we, it. This is hey, this is black and brown. You, you good? Yeah, you good, brother. Yeah, you, <laughs> so you amongst I, friends. <laughs> yeah, I just said that. You know, we're in the 21st century. You know, and and. You know, there's got to be a better way to present this product out there and not have it be like, you know, traditional and everything, you know, because you go to Mexico City and that place looks like New York City. I mean, it's beautiful. I mean, it's like boom, boom, boom. And, and so there's all the things that's got the Cosmo, it's got the arts, it's got this, you know, it's not the border that, we get fed, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. From from our news channels, yeah, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So we get fed this thing, you know, just like you know. Uh, I'll use another analogy where you know, uh, let's say there's a sports guy and he's a football player, and they always talk about you know, oh, he had to run. 20 miles of school barefooted and all this other stuff, you know, his brother and stuff. That's great. But do they talk about, okay, you know, this is Grant Hill. He's Calvin Hill's kid and he grew up in the suburbs and they don't talk about that. No, right. No, no. They don't talk about the success. Yeah. Or, or, I mean, you got Grant Hill or Steph Curry and and his dad. Yeah. Steph Curry and all that. No, they don't, they, they, the story that sells is the, always the broken down, downtrodden, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. And there's a whole yeah, other world. Out of the car and all that kind of so, stuff. Yeah, so, so. All, I mean, there's some truth to all of that for everybody, though. Sure, right. sure. Yeah, right. For us, it just seems like to be talked about more. So we're yeah. not, so what you're saying is we're probably not going to find a worm in our revel. Uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. We're not doing, no worms. How are we supposed See? to do that? They have some little scorpions in it, though. <laughs> oh, yeah? Now tell, yeah. tell us about that. So what, what does that even mean? I, I, there's, a, there's a tequila called, I think it's called scorpion. And it's, you, have, you actually see the scorpion inside it. I have not drank it. Yeah. But yeah, I've seen it. 
Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna take a hard pass on that. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, me too. I did. How am I supposed to do that? Yeah, that's amazing. So, I mean, obviously, you got a lot of philanthropic things going on as well, right? And so, I love what the brand is doing. Can Can you just tell our listeners a little bit more about why that's important to you, and and how you guys are trying to create positive socially consciousness um, with with your spirits brand? Well, I think it's important as an entrepreneur, you know, one, you create jobs. You know, that's, that's your job, you know, as an entrepreneur to be able to get out there, build something, put people to work, uh, make an economic impact on society, okay? By doing what we're doing, we're creating jobs not only for people over there, but, you know, I, I have 20 employees here now, you know, and these are jobs that were created, you know, and I'm going to end up having, you know, 20 more and 20 more and 20 more, you know, as this thing builds. So that's one. But then, you know, we take on, you know, charities and try to find things that align with the brand and, you know, that we care about, you know, LBGTQ, um, Black Lives Matter, all that stuff, you know, is important to me personally. It's important to everybody that works for me or works with me. And um, we're just trying to, you know, uh, have revel, but, you know, just be, you know, kind and make it, try to make it kind, kind, kinder, kind, kindly. That works. That works. World, world. Yeah. So um, uh, we, we, we have to give back. Yeah. Matter That's dope, man. And I think That's if all dope. brands thought that way, we'd have a kinder, gentler world. Oh. And so I appreciate. Thank you. I appreciate you actually articulating what I was trying to get out. <laughs> well, well, I've had less um, revel than you this evening. Um, so, so what's next? What's next for Revel? What would you say? Where are you, where are you guys going? I think we're going right now. It's, it's all about. Um, we're in 20, oh no, before the end of the year, we want to be in uh, 18 to 20 states, you know, and then in 2023, it's all about amplifying, you know, so um, we, we, we kind of, kind of did a little things a little backwards per se in the business where they say you got to go deep first. And then go wide, you know. You go, you go deep in one area, and then go wide. But nobody's ever ever created a category before, so right facts. <laughs> we'll see. It's, it's right. you know, so, so yeah, okay. So we kind of a combination of both. We went wide, you know, and then we're going deep in different states, you know. So and and then we're also. Uh, because of Justin Hartley and then, you know, my, my, I guess get some good help from a dear friend, Babyface, And, and, you know, he, he talks about rebel. He loves it and everything. And so with the help of those two guys and their friends, you know, we can amplify on the social and all that stuff. But the really, the really way to move the needle is consumer advertising. Mm-hmm. And you, 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 you have to, spend the money to get, you know, ads on TV and radio stations and, you know, and then you got your social media and you got, you know, paid advertising through uh, digital, you know, so mm-hmm. that's, that's the next and, and building that. And um, we're excited that we're finally in January, we're going to start selling in Mexico, which I'm very excited wow. about. Wow. That's dope. And, and I mean, you know, it's really amazing that, yeah, I think it took Patron like 10 years before they start selling back in Mexico. Oh, yeah. wow. That's, that's crazy. That's a plug right that's there. That's amazing. Yeah. That's a plug. So, <laughs> I mean, so can you buy your um, your uh, your spirit on like any any uh, uh, online websites or anything? Or is there any type of... Yeah, you, you, go to, you go to our website and there's a, uh, you know, www.revelspirits.com. There is a to buy button and it takes you to reserve bar. So you can, uh, through Reserve Bar, you can, you know, get most of the places in the States. And then, okay, dope. depending on where, 
where you are, um, you know, like California and in Nevada, you know, we're in retail and all from, from Massachusetts down to, um, uh, Maryland, you know, we're in all those states, okay, uh, right. Delaware, that. so New York city, if you're in New York, you know, you, you can find us, uh, in some of the bars and restaurants and, you know, we're pounding away at all that. And, um, Minnesota, we're, we're, we're doing really well there. You know, they, <laughs> nice. they're, uh, uh, embracing yeah, Minnesota has really, really come alive for us. And, and, um, but yeah, so next is, uh, just, you know, building, you know, uh, building and, and staying true and stay in the course, you know, I mean, Sometimes, you know, my wife would tell me, don't say that anymore. It's a book of cliches, you know, Word. one step in front of the other, you know, keep your eye on the prize. <laughs> you know, um, there's a, there's a wall that you can't go over or under or around, go through it. There you you go. Know? <laughs> Well, uh, anyway. Well, I'm going to say you guys are well on your way because yeah, I mean, I your branding is on point, Man, and it and it and you haven't been around very long, but it looks like something that's been here forever. Yeah, right. The, I don't know if spirit, y'all have that. Spirit perception. is good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and the product is amazing. And this is coming from a, a bourbon guy, yeah. you know, yeah. a bourbon guy yeah. who yeah. swore I mean, off agave. When I did the <laughs> unboxing, when I opened it, I was like. Yo, uh, I said, let me close this back up and open it with the fellas. And, you know, when we opened the studio, they were like, hey, that's dope. Yeah, that's very dope. nice, man. So, so Micah, as we... As so we in the unboxing, what did you think about, you know, leaving the plastic in there? Exactly, kind of, yeah, yeah, that's dope. Kind of that's, cool, right? that's what I thought was awesome. Yeah. I was like, oh, I said, they packaged this nice. So it was in the plastic, <laughs> everything, because it added, like, that kind of, like, dreamy effect to the bottle, if if I can. You Not know dreamy. what I mean? When you put dreamy. dreamy. Vegetal yeah. and dreamy. Dude, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Mike know what's up. Yeah. This, you know, purposeful, man, purposeful. <laughs> so, so tell and them. Tell, I, I love. Go yeah. ahead. No, go ahead, please. I, I was going to uh, uh you know, well, super excited too. I mean, I'm always excited, but mm-hmm. our Rebel Avila Spritz, our seltzer. Yeah. I was just yeah, about to yeah, ask yeah, you, yeah, so yeah. you're going after the hard seltzer crowd, right? Yes. Okay. So here's the deal. So to your listeners, not only do my farmers and distillers and we at Rebel make the best agave spirit on the planet, yeah. now we also make the best Spirits-based seltzer on the planet made with our Blanco Avila. So there's a bunch of brands out there that say tequila on it. You don't know where it comes from. Right. You know, y'all out. Vodka. You know, high, high noon. I'm not going to call them out. But it says vodka. Call them out. Yeah, call but, them out. but their name was yeah. right there. So you know, we'll talk so, about them. <laughs> uh, if, 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 if Tito made a, a, a spritz, it would say Tito's Spritz. Correct. Right. Then you knew where it came from. Right? Sure, right? He's got a point. He has a point. And so, and then our flavor combinations. Yeah. I was just about to ask you, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm reading yeah. one now, man. Uh, grapefruit and rosemary. Yes. It's amazing. Can you imagine it's like seven of them again. <laughs> <laughs> this, one, this one is no cap. Watermelon, cucumber, and cilantro. All that plays. Not you know dope. what I'm saying? All yeah. that plays. So um, these can probably be found in the same spots through um, the online purchase yeah. through Reserve Bar, through Reserve Bar and um, online. You know, through all these places online, and then we're only in Minnesota and California. They just came out, you know, three months ago. Oh, perfect. so we started Minnesota and California, and now you know, over in you know, twenty twenty three, we'll start rolling them all the way out. Um, these. Uh, the reviews that we're getting on them are amazing. The, they taste uh, um, like nothing you've ever tasted before. You know, which one? You're doing the watermelon cucumber. Yeah, I, I am, you sir. Just, you just because, it open. because um, you know the brother going to start wh- with the watermelon. While, while you're here, we might as well give you our <laughs> feedback because I was looking at these. Well, so. Something I was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah, that plays. That does that plays. Wow! I mean, so so for the listeners, because you know, I've I've had those uh, those hard seltzers and it, hard pass, yeah. hard pass, hard pass. It's just like and flat just, water. Yeah, but this right here, it's like a summer day. It Bro, is. Like we got to get day. these on the golf course for real. <laughs> there you go. There you go. This mm. might fix my so, swing. <laughs> Micah, this. Uh, so, what uh, was the research like uh, for these? 
So it was uh, Justin Hartley and Rennie, my general manager, okay. you know, and they did like 80 combinations. And, and Justin, Rennie, um, and Jimmy, my creative director, they're all bartenders. Oh, okay. Okay, so they're all bartenders. They have a mixology background. And they just went through it and they did their own focus groups and friends and we drove our flavor house crazy putting all these combinations together and then we came down with these four and then we have six more extensions coming okay yeah you know, as as we build you know we can start adding a flavor you know two years from now you know or adding another can a couple years from now. Micah, I'm not being nice. This is really good. Yeah, that, cu- <laughs> that cucumber is like... Because yeah. I'm not a on. nice guy. Yeah. This well, is amazing. All right. That's real good, man. Yeah. Well, you know, what I like to do with them, too, is then I, I take that, and then um, uh, I do a floater of the Blanco on top yeah, of it. Yeah, I was just thinking. Yeah. I was like, you know what? And what night are your meetings? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, he owns the company, so he's good. It's all research. <laughs> <laughs> Like so, Michael, exactly. man, um, th- thanks for coming through. A yeah, man, thank man. you for the, the education lesson tonight, man. I really appreciate you coming through. And um, Not a problem. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be on here. I'm excited to, uh, you know, listen to all your podcasts. And, um, I, you know, I, I love, way, you know, bourbons. And, you know, if you're getting more into spirits, and um, there's some great, uh, you know, uh, you know, what I'm finding out through another research is, you know, there's only, there's only 58, um, uh, black and brown founders in the spirits business. Yep. Wow. Hey, wow. Yep. yep. Wow. Yeah. 58. And we're, you know, and we're trying to talk to all of them. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're, we're trying <laughs> we to connect talk, with all of them. Yeah. We should talk to all of them. There, I mean, there's a lot of brothers and sisters are doing some amazing stuff out there, yeah, you know. Yeah. And, and yeah, and you're and, top of uh, list, man. You're top of list. Straight up, man. If you talk yeah. to them, tell them we want to talk to them. I mean, you know, because like some of the circles we move in might be a little different, but it's all about the spirits and the diversity, and we're trying yeah, to raise everybody. Yeah, you know what I mean? You know, I mean, there's this uh, there's a vodka out here called Lock Locked and Bear, brother. He's amazing. Um, uh, you know, there's a Illuminati, he's got this, uh, he says how it's distilled with pearls or something like that, but, oh, wow. you know, tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yo, real quick, so, tell everybody how they can get in touch with you and follow you on your social media uh, before we wrap up. So, uh, our social media tags are at Revel Spirits um, on Facebook and on Instagram and on Twitter. I, I don't know how to do the Twitter one. But whatever they do for Twitter, it's Rebel Spirits. Okay. Um, I, 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 or, and then you can email me or email us at info at Rebel Spirits. You know, and we answer our emails and we love talking to people. And uh, you never know, you know, hit me up. I might send you a shirt or send you a bottle. Hey, you know? hey, hey, that's all we needed right there. I'm excited to get you the um, uh, the Reposado and the Añejo. I mean, Sweet. you guys are you guys are bourbon lovers. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna flip because I mean we're putting like Rebel old fashions on menus. In restaurants what? now, I like, I like old fashioned. Okay. What? Wow! I've been, yeah. known, I've been known to do a flip or two. <laughs> Where that's yeah. dope. So, and uh, uh, so that, and then El Popo, you need to get a sample of that because that's our second one that's coming, so that you get a real grasp of what this whole category is about and the whole Avila movement and how you know this little bitty state. It's the second smallest state in Mexico. And uh, how these farmers and distillers are, are, are making the highest quality uh, product that's out there. Yeah, but that, so, you know, Muggsy Bogues was a little dude, but he put up big numbers. He did big things. You know, <laughs> so it's all good. You know what I mean? It's all good. So, 
All right, Michael. I like that he's got, a, he's got a commercial now too. Yeah, right? he yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still out here in Charlotte yeah. somewhere playing golf. Yeah, you know but I say, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. yeah I've, I've seen him several times around town. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. Yeah. So we have to set it up, man. When we get those, when we get the reposado and the nejo, we got to come back on and you know talk us through a tasting with those. Is there? Ones. Is there? I, I would, I would love to do that. That yeah. would be fun. Bet. Awesome. All right, we're yeah. gonna set that up. So, so thank you to Rebel Spirits for joining us. The CEO, Michael McFarlane, came through, chopped it up with us. Yes, sir, man. Like I said, big up, man. Our man, our man, Dub H. Stevens, the Silverback. Yes, sir. Uh, Devil Joyce, the People's Choice. Yo, so dope. Thank you, Michael (laughs) McFarlane. And to our listeners, stay black and keep it brown unless you are drinking Rebel of the uh, 100% Puro de Agave. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. All right, man. Appreciate you, Peace. Cheers. Cheers.